This is Justin from, uh, what's your website? Douchemyhole.com. No, pulpistaken.com. And I'm the lesbian Madge Weinstein from Yeast Radio. And um, Justin has a story to tell you about. And then I want to talk a little bit sort of impromptu about some things. I forgot my other earring, too. Oh, well. <laughs> so last week, uh, I discussed two interesting exhibitions, uh, one of which was contemporary work that his 10 artists were asked to make tapestries and was shown in London. Tapestry is an all but dying art form, uh, mostly because it's seen as women's work. It's also seen as craft. So it's not respected in the worlds of painting and sculpture and photography. Well, plus, it's boring. And some people find it boring. But the Blockbuster exhibition here in Chicago... Although I will say the one you showed last week was not boring. The one with the, the teddy bear, that was cool. The teddy bear with the uh, bomb bell. So I'm lying. I didn't really mean that it's boring. Uh, from the artist Perry. But the Am block I being annoying? No, no, it's fine. The Blockbuster exhibition here in Chicago at the Art Institute is called The Divine Art, Five Centuries of Tapestries. And it takes us from the uh, 15th century to the 18th century from Renaissance to Baroque. How do you keep them from smelling? Uh, Don't they, they smell like old ladies? I mean, <laughs> it's bad enough like this dress smells like mothballs and it's only like five years old. How do you keep tapestries from smelling? Uh, I think they use Febreze. I put that on my jean shorts sometimes <laughs> before I go to yoga because I don't want to smell my vagina. We are not advertising for them. But anyway. It works great. I love Febreze. You, well, can, you know what? We're going to blur this out because... What's wrong with this? Because they didn't pay us. No, 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 but maybe they will. It's, it's, <laughs> it's retro advertising. I, uh, I endorse the products I like. Okay. And if they choose not to pay me, then eventually I tell them to F themselves. <laughs> but let's give them a chance. Okay. So if you're listening for Breeze, we would like you to sponsor our show because that is how you keep century-old uh, tapestries from smelling. But anyway, they've been in 13 years of restoration, and now they're on view uh, at the Art Institute, and this is their largest tapestry show that they've ever mounted. The textile collection at the Art Institute is quite legendary, um, and it should be a show that is extremely interesting and worthwhile. But the real story is the Blockbuster exhibition at the Guggenheim Museum in New York City. One of my favorite curators, a woman... Nancy, Nancy Spe Spector, love her. Love her. She's the chief curator at the uh, Guggenheim. And she's and the one that wrote the Matthew Barney catalog, too. She wrote the Matthew Barney catalog. She wrote the catalog for my super all-time favorite artist, Felix Gonzalez-Torres. Okay, so the exhibition is called The Any Space Whatever Exhibition, and that title was selected by the artist Liam Gillick. He is one of the ten contemporary artists in the show. What is with this? I mean, there's an obvious trend, and we're certainly a part of it, with giving things these sort of generic names, like Untitled Show. You had that show at, at uh, North Star. Uh, blank Space. The Blank Space. There were some others that we've talked about on the show, uh, Blank This. and Unti In fact, when I was looking for images for Blank Space, I Googled Blank Space, and there was like 30 different things called Blank Space. Well, the What's reason why they, the reason why uh, Liam Gillick chose the title The Any Space Whatever is mm -hmm. because the show uh, is based around what is called, quote, relational aesthetics, end quote. And central to that is this idea of site-specific installation. So that is that the artists make the work specifically for the exhibition space. So you walk into the artwork. And this sort of blurs the lines between what is art and what is just exhibition area. Mm -hmm. And it also makes us more sensitive to the world around us. And possibly, at its greatest, relational aesthetics makes us more sensitive to each other. So there's been this trend towards having the art 
exhibition be about the space as well and involving the space like that one from last week with the boat in right. China? Yes. Knife of China. <laughs> um, correct. So the Bennington mm-hmm. exhibition at the DAC takes into account the actual exhibition site as part of the work of art. And so one piece that I'd like to focus on, uh, and I'd like to focus on another work from the Any Space Whatsoever next week, is by my one of my favorite artists again. Maya Angelou. Not Maya Angelou, but the Italian artist Maurizio Catalan. He is an untrained artist, but one of our smartest, best, and most talented. And what he did is he actually took a over, uh, I think, nine-foot-long sculpture of Pinocchio, the uh, Disney character, and he immersed it face down in the pool at the Guggenheim. Uh, and that is his work, and <laughs> <laughs> you can take it to mean whatever what you want. That, what do you think that means? Well, I mean, it's a joke, for one thing. I kind of like it. I mean, I don't know why. I think it's because I hate children. Um, I don't really. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, another <laughs> incredible piece is New York 0222, which is a collaborative performance piece where a man and a woman get uh, naked, completely undressed, and step into a glass shower. And where's this? This is at the, well, it was a one-time 45-minute performance at the Guggenheim, Mm. and they start pouring water on each other, uh, and a symphony, a live symphony, is playing, and the piece culminates with the first movement of Beethoven's Sixth Symphony, where each member of the orchestra gets up until a lone bassist is playing the melody uh, from Beethoven. So in this piece, you have all the important aspects that I love about art, you know, life, uh, love, tenderness, touching, uh, rhythms. Clitoral stimulation. (laughs) And possibly even death. Uh, And what's so moving is that it really challenges us to think about our lives as art. And so that's basically what Untitled has been for me and why I invited Madge Weinstein to join me on the show because I wanted to talk about the extremely interesting relationship that happens at the boundary between what is art and what is life. So we'd like to hear more about what you think about our show. Imagine has some very important words to share with you. Well, audience, I wanted to talk a little bit about the election last week, and we had a tremendous victory. It was bittersweet. We, but I choose to sm- to f- focus on the bitter. After the election, we went over to a friend's uh, office who runs a political action committee. I can't mention his name because he thinks I'm a misogynist, and he. I just had to ungoogle him to me uh, yesterday. It took hours, but he gave me a pumpkin pie general audience, and (laughs) nobody had eaten the pumpkin pie. It was terrible pumpkin pie, and it was the kind of pumpkin (laughs) pie that you'd get at a hospital cafeteria, just a tragic mess, a waste of calories. So I ate one piece at this event, and then he said, Madge, you know, you didn't bring a pound cake like you usually do. Why don't you take this home and eat it throughout the week? (laughs) And do you know by the time I woke up the next morning, that entire pie was gone? Now, here's my point. The point is, I got a hemorrhoid the size of a saber tooth <laughs> tiger's saber tooth sticking out my ass because of this pumpkin pie. <laughs> so, I view that as a metaphor for our political system that no matter how sweet something is, it still gives you a hemorrhoid <laughs> the size of Gene Simmons' tongue. We also wanted to talk about the, this show. What I'm kind of thinking of is removing some of the political content out and making it more about art and possibly even having um, some Twinkie come in in my place so that I can focus more on the production and make it more about art, or I can come in and have some commentary about my boils, because that's really what I'm interested (laughs) in. 
And to be perfectly frank, nobody cares when I talk about politics. They think it's negative. They'd rather hear about my hemorrhoids, I think. Would you? I would rather. Well. <laughs> I asked you a question. I would like to hear about your opinions about uh, art as well. Okay, so art. Well, that's fine. But it's, but it's you know, and plus, you know, Justin is starting this new uh, opening, this website, which they've been working on called... Uh, Pulpistaken.com. You know, it exists, but it's a blog now. It's going to be a whole content management business. And when that comes out, it's going to have the whole sort of history of this show. And when it's so topical of the day, um, it becomes less useful as time goes by because it becomes, you know, Dated. antiquated. It's like watching the news from 10 years ago. It can be useful from time to time. So when it's more about art and discussing art, and maybe yes. not so much about the events in art, but about specific artists and what they're doing, which yes. is kind of what we've been doing, because you can talk about a specific exhibition like you did today, but really you're talking about specific artists and the trends, and that kind of thing I think has a lot more staying power. So please tell us what you think and why. I really would appreciate the feedback. Um, if you don't want to leave it on the comments at the blog, which is right now insanefilms.com, you can send an email to pulpistaken at gmail.com. Or if you just want to talk to me to say something bad about Justin, about his hands, you can send it to bloatedlesbian at gmail.com. Pulp is taken at Gmail. Send us your comments. Send us suggestions about how to improve our show. Stop with the hands. Stopping with the hands. And uh, we'll see you later. And if you have advice for my hemorrhoid as well, <laughs> I accept donations of Preparation H and Tux medicated pads.